Hello and welcome to a new episode of the WIDS Mumbai Data Science Sagas podcast. Women in Data Science Initiative, abbreviated as WIDS, WIDS aims to inspire data scientists worldwide, regardless of their gender, and to support women in the field of technology. WIDS Mumbai is an independent event organized by WIDS ambassadors to coincide with the annual global WIDS conference held at Stanford University. You can find more info on WIDS Mumbai on our website. Our WITS Mumbai podcast series features data scientists talking about their work, their journey, and lessons learned along the way. Having said that, I welcome you to this episode. I am Ketki Vaidya, your host for this conversation. And today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Madhvi. Madhvi has a B.Tech in biotechnology from NIT Warrenville, and she started with data science consulting for Fortune 500 companies at Mu Sigma. She then moved into an in-house data science function at the largest ro- uh, loyalty service provider in India and progressed to a corporate leadership position as the chief data scientist. Working at two, two startups in their growth phase has been a tremendous learning opportunity for her. And today we are going to talk about her recent projects, her learnings, and her plans about her career path. Welcome, Madhvi, to the show. Hi, Ketki. Thanks a lot for having me. And hi, everyone. Also, thank you for uh, listening to this podcast. I think it's a wonderful initiative. And uh, thanks a lot to the WIDS community for having me for the third time around. This is something I'm really proud of because I really believe in this cause. And um, like Katie mentioned, just to give a very quick intro, I worked in the data science product space for uh, nine years. And uh, also I'm a twin mom. So if anyone wants to have a chat about like how to uh, resume your career after uh, motherhood, do feel free to reach out. I also started learning music and dance after I gave birth to twins because I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to make sure that my learning doesn't stop with motherhood. And, uh, and this MBA is also a continuation of that in the larger scheme of things. Um, just to give a brief about the kind of work that I've done recently in my last full-time job at Loyalty Rewards, I worked on quite a few interesting projects. A couple of them, one of them was about launching a fintech marketing product for retailers. It was powered by data-driven uh, algorithms for automatic target customer selection at the back end. So that was super interesting. And I also helped build a POC for uh, AI-based real-time recommendation engine for improving customer engagement using banking transactions. Um, this is something which I, uh, I believe has universal applications because a lot of companies do need something like that to improve customer engagement uh, with real-time data. So that's a project which I found to be super useful. Um, after I started my MBA, I did a few part-time and full-time internships, briefly touching upon a couple of projects. I worked with three startups. With one of them, uh, I helped them build a product roadmap for our database marketing product. It's a clean tech uh, startup and they were trying to help uh, clean brands like promote themselves, sustainable brands. And, and that was super interesting. And uh, I did an internship with Amazon recently where I worked on an Alex Auto marketing project as well. So that's about me. Thanks for having me here again. So, so Madhvi, that these are some interesting projects that you talked about, and I'm very intrigued to learn about the latest trends in the business models in deep tech using AI. So tell us about what the industry trends are in general and what your experience has been. 
So, uh, firstly, it's a very broad spectrum out there because a lot of regular businesses, even today, like are not able to harness the power of data because uh, there are a lot of company, there are a lot of businesses which are not technologically advanced. And at the other end of the spectrum, we have companies which are working on building synthetic data sets to power better machine learning models using computer vision. So it's a very broad spectrum out there. Regular businesses even today suffer mostly from infrastructure challenges, um, data quality maintenance and uh, just maintaining data and uh, data engineering still remains a major problem to be solved and having access to real time data is also a challenge. So there are a lot of infrastructure providers or uh, product or platform providers who are trying to solve this problem, like, for example, Kafka. Uh, which is making the streaming of real-time data seamless. Uh, and there are a lot of IT solutions and platforms available to help solve this problem that is still emerging. In the startup world today, most of the business models seem to be either a platform or a marketplace. So uh, there is a universal application of recommendation engines and matching algorithms for all of these. Uh, no matter whatever kind of platform or whatever kind of marketplace that you have, you will need a recommendation model. It can be something very basic and rule-based, or it could be something super advanced, like a graph-based neural network uh, recommendation engine for something more sophisticated, like a social network. So that's something which has universal applications. If we consider uh, emerging trends, um, we have solved for the problem of images really well. So anything and everything to do with computer vision, uh, be it in health tech for diagnostics, be it in agri-tech for both like diagnostics for plants or for weather forecasts, and uh, in the heavier industries along with IoT uh, or in supply chain management, there are a lot of disruptive applications and a lot of business models are emerging and evolving based on that, which are purely deep tech based. Uh, for future, uh, because images seem to be solved, but language is not. Even with GPT-3, we do not have good models which understand even simple conversations the way our models recognize images. So that's a paradigm which still needs to be solved. Um, and we also need to think about what are the future, what are the other emerging technologies and what role can AI play in that? For example, AI-powered multiverse gaming worlds, um, or if we think about quantum computing, um, whatever GPUs did to disrupt neural networks and give rise to what we know as deep learning today, maybe quantum computing can give birth to a whole new paradigm um, because a lot of advancements today in AI are still a variation of different deep learning algorithms. And maybe we need to explore a completely different paradigm to solve the problems which are not solved for. So that's my take on it. And last but not the least, not just because it's fashionable to talk about it, algorithmic bias. Um, I think firstly, as someone from the community, it's unfair to villainize this community for doing something which is not intentional. Having said that, I do believe that there is a lot of scope for us to consciously 
be able to monitor how uh, monitor the consequences of the algorithms we are building and these are it's not an unsolvable problem we can tweak the algorithms to basically like reverse the bias as well because we understand those algorithms better we understand how they work so we can be able to monitor the results better and we will be able to reverse the effects also better rather than a bunch of regulatory bodies like observing something which they don't understand and like passing rules so i think this conscious effort needs to come from the community i i don't see like ai going away for sure so we might as well like work from within to figure out like how we can offset the uh, effects of uh, the algorithms which are being like implemented that's a wonderful answer madhvi and thank you for being so articulate in describing the trends not only the trends but also the future of ai and the things that we need to be mindful of as being a part of the data science community so you talked about a lot of interesting applications and a lot of interesting projects that are going on in this space and with so much that is evolving in this field it might be overwhelming to even decide to break into it so what is your advice for someone who wants to break into the field of data science and is very interested but does not know what is a good step to figure it out um so my advice a lot of this advice actually applies for breaking into any field if you want to break into any field i think the first step is to talk to people who are working in it and understand where you want to be understand why you want to get into it if it is the career prospects i think the career prospects are great uh, on the data engineering and the business reporting side as well not just the machine learning part because uh, a lot of companies find it very challenging to actually find good people for those roles um but basically like understand why you're getting into it like speak to people and figure out like where you want to be and uh, in terms of the skill set um have patience with good communication skills that is true for being successful in any career today like if i have to speak to a lot of non technical people and uh, explain to them what i'm doing you need to have a lot of patience so that's a very generic skill which you definitely need to build on and uh, learn programming i believe that's going to be a universal skill not specific to data science like a decade down the line everyone will know some sql the way everyone knows excel today so learn some programming i'm not saying it has to be sql but learn programming if you want to get into a field which is really like uh, technically uh, savvy and uh, be open to do a lot of dirty work by yourself i will tell you one thing the last thing which anybody wants to do is because, is to write codes for you because you can't so just make sure that you're not dependent on someone else to do that part like i know a lot of people who look for roles where they don't want to do the coding they just want to do the intellectual stuff and let someone else handle the dirty work and it usually doesn't work out because it's hard to get like good resources uh to do that kind of work like if somebody is really uh i mean it, it's really hard to sustain that thing so be open to do a lot of dirty work be hungry with the data learn a lot of tools and techniques no matter whatever you are assigned like uh, explore your data a lot like figure out whatever can what what all can be done with it like understand it from a basic point of view and also stay in touch with other people in the industry to keep um, on top of trends that's something you need to do like 
whichever industry you are in uh, thank you madhvi i'm glad that you brought the point up of uh, the get, getting to do all the dirty uh, dirty work yourself because i see that as a common challenge in the data science industry where people think that they can design the solutions and then just pass it on to the engineering department but it usually doesn't work that way and creates a havoc within uh, the workplace so that's a, that's a very good advice and it's a very actionable advice i i would feel that anyone who wants to look at the data science field might feel overwhelmed at first but they can take it one step at a time and figure out their path from there uh, so thank you for breaking it down for for all of us now i want to go back to your journey and i see that you've gone from data science consulting to a corporate leadership position in this field uh, and you're now pursuing your mba so uh, for your for anyone who's interested to rise to the data science leadership position do you think that an mba is necessary for them um to be honest mba is a very personal decision and i don't think it is necessary because uh, it's it's very circumstantial uh, it depends on a lot of like factors around the market at the time and uh, where you are so for me uh, i got into a leadership position like with before i did an mba so the reason why i'm doing an mba is for a different kind of aspiration like i want to do entrepreneurship and do my own startup so that's why i'm doing an mba so i don't think it's uh, absolutely necessary to do an mba to get into a leadership position and to do an mba in general like whether you should do it or not you have to consider the financial prospects the timing of it and more importantly like what you want to get out of the mba Yeah. is it about is it about advancement in the same field like you said uh, or is it about changing in the location or is it about transitioning to a different function like i've seen people transition from data science to product roles um yeah. that's a very powerful transition um it does help to have a good technical understanding of a lot of things uh, if you are getting into a product role also today so yeah is it about transitioning to a different function or uh, is it like about entrepreneurship so it's about you have to decide like why you want to do an mba and again the generic advice would be to speak to people who have done this and understand about their experiences i'm of course going to like market my uh, <laughs> b school here and say that i've had a wonderful experience at lbs so far and i think it's fantastic and i would totally recommend it uh having said that do do don't hesitate to like reach out to people and have those coffee chats and understand like their objectives and what their experience has been if you are thinking about deciding whether or not to go ahead yeah i think the lbs community is very lucky to have you and i'm i'm loving the conviction with which you're talking about the work that you do it really gets you excited i can see the spark in your eyes so just to talk about the plans that you have after your mba you, you said that you want to have a startup have you already thought about the idea we would love to know more about what your future holds for you um so there are a few spaces which i'm exploring at the moment one of the areas which i'm very passionate about is edtech and uh, another one is content no matter what the startup is one thing which i'm looking for is scale uh, so i i would need to be in a place where there's a lot of scale and scope in terms of data whether i work for a startup or whether i do my own startup uh so that's why these two are the areas which are super interesting to me at the moment all right thank you so much and uh, our last question for you is do you have any if you were to give one tip 
for anyone who is trying to figure their way out and find their passion in the field of data science, a specific field that they want to work on, what would it be? Uh, I would say talk to people who are in the field. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Madhvi. It was wonderful having you. And as I told you, it was wonderful to learn about the work that you're doing. And thank you for breaking it down and demystifying all the myths of this industry. It was a really great conversation. And I hope that our listeners and our audience enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fantastic to be here too. Thanks a lot again for having me over.